Hey everybody, this is Kevin, a podcast for me, a podcast for me, as well as others. I'm your host, Kevin, and we're doing a special podcast for me where we uh, review the Infinity War and have a little bit of a discussion with it. Um, watched it uh, a couple of days ago with my friends, good times, lots of jokes made, what can I say? We enjoyed it, and... Uh, I'll go into detail about that. If you're new to this podcast, usually I just talk about random events in life and then just uh, riff about little things that I hate in society. Like when you ask for sour cream in your burrito and you get no sour cream, what the fuck? (laughs) Anyways, uh, if you haven't uh, already figured this out, there's going to be spoilers. So uh, try to, uh, if you haven't seen this movie and you don't want it ruined, uh, come back to this podcast. And uh, you can hear my thoughts on it. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm on the at podcast uh, for me, uh, Twitter or on Facebook. You can email me too, podcast for me at gmail.com. I'm also, you can just d- Google the website, www.podcast for me, and all my uh, shits on iTunes and wherever you get podcasts. All right, without further ado, let's, uh, let's crack down on the uh, Infinity War endgame review so uh well basically the movie i'm gonna break down how the movie went and then uh, i'll critique it towards the end so the movie starts out with uh with you know some stuff and infinity war and some attacking and nah i'm kidding um let me get to my whole thing here all right here we go so the heroes are wallowing around and they're all sad face and shit. And uh, I guess uh, Tony's doing his thing. I'm trying to, I'm recalling it. So Tony's doing his thing. He's in space. You know, the snap went down. Tony's all sad face. They're having moments between Tony and this, uh, this lady, uh, Nebula. And they're just chilling, trying to get their ship working. It's kind of weird, though, because the ship... Is I guess ran out of power, but wasn't it moving at one point? Shouldn't it constantly be moving? I don't know. You would think Tony would have rigged up some kind of a thing where there's like a lot of thrust in one random direction, or maybe I don't know, trying trying to get to a planet where there's food and water. I don't know why they even flew off the planet to begin with, but uh, you just have to accept that. I should have put that as a plot hole device. Well, anyways, um, if you watch Captain Marvel. You get this uh, situation where at the very end credits, spoiler if you haven't seen Captain Marvel, but you probably have if you're listening to this review, she comes to the point where she says, where's uh, Tony Stark? So at the end of, (laughs) damn, I'm going backwards. At the end of Infinity War, she, um, Nick Cage pulls out some cosmic pager and um, I guess alerts Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel comes back, and at the end of Captain Marvel movie, she comes out and she's all like, "Where's?" She doesn't say "Where's Thanos," but she says, uh, "Where? Where's um, uh, Nick Fury or whatever?" So at that point, I think you have to just make the leap of logic of she then went out to get them. That's what I'm thinking. They don't really specify because all it is is Iron Man hanging out with Nebula, which is a touching scene. You know, they're just she. He's he, she's a robot kind of so he's all trying to eat the last of the food and he tries to give it to her and she pushes it back without saying anything. 
they're playing foot finger football, which I thought was cool. You get to see the lighter side of Nebula. You know, they're working together. I thought that was a cool scene. Um, and then all of a sudden, Cat Marvel saves them. So that was kind of weird. And, <laughs> I mean, like, if you don't understand the Captain Marvel movie, you didn't see the credits, I mean, that shit just happened. So, say, like, you just walked up in the theater and you watched that, you just see Captain Marvel saving Iron Man, and you're like, who the fuck is this person? But then again, if you're watching this movie and you haven't watched the other ones, I don't know. What the fuck can I say? Um, they get to Earth. Uh, Tony Stark has, like, a, like a you know, meh, life sucks, meh. He's all pissed off because shit didn't, you know, work out the way he wanted to. And he's all, like, sickly looking, which was pretty cool. And uh, the team uh, is getting together and they're just like... Uh, meanwhile, you know, also Black Widow is now the leader of the Avengers, kind of, I guess. I don't know. Because she's, like, giving out orders and shit to all these other people. And um, I guess when Tony Stark gets back, they decide to... Uh, I guess Rocket figures out where Thanos is due to the, the power surge and some kind of techno mumbo jumbo. So you just make that leap of logic. Rocket just knows what's up. So they all decide to um, take on Thanos, fuck him up, and uh, make him get the... And the, that's it. They're going to reverse the snap. That's what they're going to do. So they go and they go to fucking Thanos. And Thanos is all fucked up looking, right? And I'm like, when I'm watching this, I'm confused. I'm like, why is he so fucked up? You know, he didn't, he didn't look so fucked up when he was doing the uh, snapping and shit. When he was just like, snap, 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 fuck it, clap, clap, clap. I'm joking. And um, he goes over there. He's all fucked up making some kind of weird onion thing, some onion dish. And um, he uh, all of a sudden, it's like so sudden, like I actually got startled. Where all the, the Infinity, uh, Infinity, all the Avengers fuck him up. They're all, but it was real easy. It's not like he was even fighting. They're holding him down. They're like, "Where's the glove?" And what the fuck happened? And Thanos explains, you know, this shit's gonna happen. It was always gonna happen. That's the way it is, yo. It is what it is. And he, the reason why they were able to find him is because he had snapped again to get rid of the gems. So, and it almost killed him. That's why he's all fucked up looking. So everyone's just there. <laughs> they're just it was a good scene. Everyone's just kind of standing over them, and they're like, "Shit, this uh, that sucks." Uh, what do we do? They're just like in shock. They just don't know what to do. It's like uh, they they had this last hope, and that was crushed. And um, Thanos, Thanos, um, Thor takes it upon himself to sever his head from his body, cuts his head off, and then everyone looks at him because it was so sudden. They're like, "What did you do?" and Thor goes, I aim for the head, which is a callback to the Infinity War movie because you said you should have aimed for the head. And that, that, I thought that was pretty cool. And then, like, they let that scene pause for a moment, and you can just see the emptiness of that kill, the emptiness of what that was, you know? And just how they felt. They just felt empty. I don't know if the Black Widow scene comes before this or after, but she is in charge of the Avengers at this time. I think peanut butter and jelly i think that's five years later you know what the avengers scene where she's in charge of shit i think that's after yeah because she's making peanut butter and jelly well anyways so thanos is dead and then then it turns to black five years later and i thought whoa that was tight i didn't know or think that they were gonna do a time jump you have to understand i didn't watch any trailers or anything i watched like one trailer and that was it other than that, I had no idea what this movie was going to be about. 
um, I, I had some thoughts, you know, how they would do things, but uh, I made sure not to pay attention to any of the nerd shit going out there. I didn't even want an inkling of what was going to go down. So I could be thoroughly surprised. So when the five-year jump happens, I'm like, whoa, there was a time skip? Tight. They could do a lot with this. They don't. They, they really don't. They just, uh, they do a couple subtle things, but they really don't really milk this five-year thing. Uh, I'll get into that later in my discussion. So they... It's five years later. Everyone's coping in their own little way. Tony, he gets his own life. He's got like wife and kid and all that. And uh, I guess uh, Black Widow's holding the universe together or the galaxy with her Avenger or makeshift Avenger team, you know, all around the universe or galaxy or whatever. Um, and Captain America has like a support group <laughs> for, you know, how you know how to move on, you know, and, and leave it to Cap trying to make make the best of his situation of a si shitty situation meanwhile in some like dusty old uh garage ant-man's like there you know like uh he's inside the van he's in the quantum realm because if you remember ant-man 2 judgment day <laughs> they uh he's in a quantum realm for you know just because they're experimenting and then they get dusted and he's stuck in the quantum realm but then, um, I guess a rat accidentally steps on the, the, the switch to let him out, you know, inadvertently. And he comes out, and he's like, what the fuck happened? So they, they burn up a lot of time of Ant-Man trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Which I think they should have took that scene out and added other scenes with other characters. Because if I'm making the leap of logic that Rocket can just figure out where Thanos is the second time, you know due to some energy cosmic what you may call it you know then i could make a leap of logic if like a rat flipped the switch he figures it out you know after some time they could even use exposition it could have been like a line yeah it took me a while to figure it out i was running all around you know anything but there it is <laughs> my little audiosity was looking weird anyways so ant-man comes out figures all this shit out the only person i guess alive from his past is cassie who's all grown up kind of i mean five years later that was cool uh wasted though really wasted anyways so ant-man goes to the avengers place and uh they're like what the fuck what's this is old footage and you know i think that's in the trailer i've seen some trailers now and um ant-man explains that he was in the quantum realm and um time it runs differently there now this is kind of a weird thing some shit goes down, and um, Ant-Man explains, for you guys, it was five years. For me, it was like five minutes or five hours. So he's explaining that, you know, quantum realm time is weird because it's like hours or years. But then he makes this super leap of logic of, man, but if you could control that... You can go back in time. I mean, they don't even fucking go with it. They don't even explain. There's not even a discussion. They just say, because an hour equals a year, that means you can go back in time. And, you know, I just accept it, right? And like, in my head, I was trying really hard to push that part of my brain that, like, reasons. And I threw it away. I was like, shut the fuck up, you. Because I didn't want to hear, uh, like, I didn't want to... Think about logic, because what the fuck sense does that make? You know, because an hour equals a year, that means you can go back in time, because it's you know magic, you know, and whatever. 
So they figure, oh, who do we do? What do we do? How do we figure this shit out? We could, we could do this. We'll go talk to Tony Stark. He'll figure this shit out. Tony Stark, not even having it. He has a kid. Life is good. Loves that girl 3000, you know. And, um, you know, he's like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. And um, they're like, fuck, who, who do we go to? You know, like, so Tony Stark's kind of retired. So they're like, fuck, who do we go to next? And then they go to the Hulk. And the Hulk, man, the first thing you see when you see Hulk, that's when I started laughing because it was hilarious. Everybody reacted to this. It was the Hulk was a huge, you know, wearing, but he's wearing clothes and he's talking with Mark Ruffalo's voice. So I guess they combined. You got Nerd Hulk. That's what you got going on. And everyone's just looking at him like, what the fuck? And like, I like uh, the reactions. Like, if you look at um, uh, Black Widow, she's just shocked the whole time, you know, like, what the fuck is this? And, which is kind of weird because for like two movies now, they were building up this relationship between uh, Hulk and uh, 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 Black Widow. But that shit got thrown to the wayside. Once again, that little voice of reason I threw into a fucking corner, punched it a little for talking shit. And I was like, whatever. And she's shocked. So I like her reaction, but at the same time, how could, what, they just didn't keep in touch? I mean, all that Ant-Man shit could have been taken away and we could have done the thing where they were trying to get with each other. It didn't work. I would have accepted that. Anyways. Oh, yeah, and I forgot. While Hawkeye, or Hawkeye. Uh, the whole movie actually starts, I forgot, it starts with Hawkeye. That's actually how the movie starts. Sorry, guys. I just, it's been a couple days since I've seen this movie. So Hawkeye, he's teaching his family how to shoot arrows and shit. His daughter, he calls her Hawkeye, and they just disappear. And I guess through uh, exposition, they're saying that um, Hawkeye became this guy called Ronin and started killing heroes everywhere, blood everywhere, you know. And, you know, psh- uh, Black Widow's like pretty sad about that. But anyways, they're in the diner and um, they're trying to get Hulk and Hulk's like, that's not my beef, that's not my thing. And there's cool little scenes of him trying to take selfies and everything. And I thought I thought it was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I could see in the future nerd rage because fucking nerds just can't have s- simple things. They can't. That's why we can't have good things because nerds. Like uh, I remember when Iron Man 3 came out and the man, the Mandarin, he was a um, he was a goofy guy as opposed to this badass they've been building up. And I thought that was cool. A lot of people hated it. And what's funny is a lot of people who don't even buy fucking comics, they were like, "Yeah, stupid Mandarin is this because I wikied it, I Wikipedia it, so I know shit." No, you do, bitch. You don't know shit. You don't collect comics. Anyways, um, so I could just see people seeing the hulk and him being smart even though that is that's in the comics i can see people like mm, it's fucking what a waste you know i can see that but it was great i liked it they played it up uh so they try to figure it out they try to figure time travel they do this cool little scene which is awesome where they like ant-man becomes a baby like they, they try to set time travel him and he comes a baby an old man they fuck his world up and uh, that was pretty cool meanwhile iron man who's addicted to trying to be a hero He's like, he just, he played it off pretty good. He talked a big game. He was like, you know what, fuck, I'm out, I'm out. But reality, he couldn't let it go. So he figures it out. He accidentally figures out time travel through the quantum realm, which I just accept it, you know, whatever. Hours equals years means you can go back in time. And um, 
I guess he he drives back and you know they came up with the plan. Hey, we know how to do this, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna fucking do that. So they try to get the band back together. They find Ronan. He's killing some random Japanese guy. It would have been cool if Ronan was killing off uh, someone you knew from the Marvel universe, like in the in the in the cinematic universe. I can't think of a bad guy, but just anybody really. Like maybe use Robert Redford and he's like a Red Hulk or something. I don't know. Ronan kills a bunch of people. That's what it is. And they'd start building this kind of we're super deepest, bestest friends in the whole wide world relationship with uh, Black uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye or Ronan apparently. And um, you could you could use, that works because they were besties, you know, all throughout the show. And, you know, they they have cute names for each other, so I guess that works. You know, because they have to build that relationship up in this movie especially for a for kind of a payoff but anyways so they get it in their heads they wear these white suits that's the thing you see in the trailer and they decide here we are we're gonna go to the quantum realm we're gonna do this this is happening and um they they come up with the plot device where it's like yeah we only have enough time to make two trips to to where we're going and where we're not and there's like this so we got to figure out when to go so they have this weird fucking montage that works that they go back and they think about where 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 all the gems are throughout time so what they're gonna do is take the gems do their thing and then i guess put them back maybe i don't know they even try to explain the mechanics of time travel through jokes they keep saying well is it back to the future is this is that and um i hulk briefly explains it like this he goes you can go back in time you can make changes but it won't affect your future and i was like i don't i don't understand it i really just didn't understand any of the time travel there's a lot of little time travel inconsistencies like if so with hulk's explanation if i go back in time and i change something like i take the infinity gauntlet away it still exists in my time. I just have another because it created an alternate timeline. And I guess with the pin particles, you always return to your timeline, which I infer that kind of logic. They don't really say that, but I just kind of figure that's what they mean. So that, And I guess that's a good way to go about it because that way they can make changes all the, in the story. It just works for the story if they make changes. They can do whatever they want. So that's cool. That you know what confuses everything is the the ancient one, and I'll explain later. Uh, so they decide all the spots they're gonna go. They call it a time heist, which is pretty cool. And uh, they're gonna split up as a team to go to certain to to, to, to you know to get the gems. And um, you know, I think to myself, why not them go? I didn't even think of this until just now. How come they all had to go at the same time? Why couldn't they go one at a time? You know, like a group goes and then did did did, did it work? You know, so they can monitor shit. Maybe like just in case something, maybe a test run. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it just took too much time. But fuck, it. whatever. Logic aside, they all go at the same time. And um, let's see here. Um... Then the story gets kind of muddled up in my head because they're all in different times. Like, I guess Rocket and um, Thanos, not Thanos, god damn it, Thor, they go back to the time in 
Thor 2. But this is a cool concept of them going back in time in the Marvel Universe because that way you get to see the span of 11 years and 22 movies of of the film like you could of, of the films that led to this movie so you're able to you know it's like a flashback it's like down memory lane but like back to the future too you get to retread on areas and show different angles of stuff which is cool so thor and uh oh yeah you can bring up thor so they go to get Th before all this happens they go to get thor because they're getting the band back together and thor apparently because he, you know, he's so depressed and he's got all this PTSD in him, he he becomes fat. He's a fat slob, which is awesome. <laughs> I think nerd rage will happen there, but I loved it. Thor's fucking fat. He don't give a shit. They had all these. Apparently, they had a lot of videos of him working out, but they just went and CG his ass to be fat. And uh, Thor's trying to play it off like nothing's phasing him, but he's fat. And I guess. Apparently, all the Asgard people, the leftovers, has some kind of fishing town near some Viking area in Sweden or something. And um, I guess Tessa Thompson, uh, Valkyrie, she was in charge of all this shit. You just infer that because they don't really say that she's the leader. She's just in charge of shit because she's the only one you're seeing them talk to. And so Thor agrees to go, and he's all fucked up, man. It's funny. You get to see Korg. He's there and Meek. They're uh, playing video games. You know, it's pretty funny. That was a little funny moment. He's He goes, noob is kicking my ass. And then Thor talks shit for him. Like, this is Thor, I'll fuck you up. That kind of thing. That was pretty tight. Anyways, so Thor, who's fat, is hanging. And then what they're trying to do is get the ether from, from Natalie Portman's character. What's her name? Jane Foster. And um, that's the reality gem. So they're going to suck it out of her. You know, without her knowing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what their plan was. And Thor accidentally sees his mom, which is a sad moment for him because, you know, apparently if you haven't watched Thor 2, she dies. And that's the day she dies, too. So when he sees her, that's the day that she's going to die, which is kind of weird. There's a lot of points in time they could have took that stone, but they chose that time, you know. But whatever. Fuck it. It's good for thematic um a veil i guess i don't fuck i'm trying to say and so uh thor tries to hide from his mom but she's like a fucking ninja she has magic she sees him they have a cool little exchange between each other because you're not my thor you're future thor she just knows because she's a goddess you know so they have a talk um now at that point i felt like this is this could have been good she could have gave him a pep talk or something that could have you know gave fruition later on something but no she just says you know it's okay baby you know and thor's like crying a little and then um i guess rocket has to do shit himself so he gets the apparently they don't even show it they show natalie portman but they don't show how rocket gets his uh the reality stone but he gets it and he goes let's go and then um thor he's like talking to his mom he goes i gotta go and then he does this thing which i didn't even think he would do he went i man it was so cool he goes he pulls his hand out and he gets the hammer. So he he took the hammer as well as the reality gem and he's gonna take it to his time. So he got his hammer back. So now he's got both the the boss ass hammer that shoots lightning and it's he could tra uh, harness uh, Helmador's power where you know he could teleport and shit. And that's pretty cool. And uh, he take he has two hammers. That I just thought that was cool. So he takes it with them. They go um, Captain America. Uh, Hulk, Iron Man, 
and Ant-Man, they teleport to 2012 Avengers movie, which is tight. You get to see different angles, and I thought that was cool. And um, they're telling they're telling Hulk to just uh, you know smash it to kind of look like you know the other Hulk, and it's kind of funny because it's it's Nerd Hulk, so he's like pretending to be angry. He's like, "Er, smash her." It's a great scene. Um, they I guess they're deciding to take the uh, space jam. No, that's yeah, it's the space jam. The Tesseract is the space... Oh, that's it. They're taking the Space Gem, which is the Tesseract in the Avengers movie. Um, and um, in that, in, in the Avengers movie, they have the Tesseract and they have the Mind Gem. Those two gems are there, so that's what they're going to take. So they, uh, they, they're trying to go for the Tesseract. They get the Mind Gem. The Mind Gem, it's funny because it's at the end of the Avengers movie. They're watching... They're watching... Um, uh, the it's the last scene pretty much of the Avengers taking down Loki and then you get to see what happens afterwards which is pretty cool and um, they they do this thing where it's like um, I guess Ant-Man jumps into this uh, the case where they're holding the space gem the Tesseract and then I guess Captain America he beelines it towards the mind gem and this is a cool little scene because the scepter, if you watch Avengers 2, the scepter is held by uh, Hydra, which is in the movie. And uh, so all the bad guys from Hydra, who at the time you didn't know were Hydra agents, they're all with the mind gem because they're going to take it for the um, for, for Hydra. So uh, Tony Stark goes into this elevator, and it's, every, it's everything from Captain America 2. It's Crossbones, this one other guy from that movie in the Avengers, Crossbones. Um, this is America, Captain America Civil War, the elevator scene. Just cut to that. It's like beat for beat. It's that. And they, they're in there. And it looks like uh, he walks in there. He goes, gentlemen. And he's standing in the, Captain America's standing in the elevator. And he's with the Hydra agents. And it mimics the same scene where he fucks them all up. So they set it up like he's going to fuck everybody up. Like he did in Captain America 2. But he doesn't. He goes, he goes. so the director wanted me to get that uh, the scepter. You know, so he's, he's just playing it off. And everyone's like, what? We can't take that. What do you mean the director? And then he goes, I got this, bro. And then he goes and whispers in the dude's ear. Hail Hydra. And then he's able to get it, which is fucking hilarious that he said that because it's like um, in the comics, uh, Captain, a big plot twist at Captain America. Someone uses, if you read the comics, someone uses the reality gem or some fucking thing, changes reality, where Captain America is a Hydra agent this whole time and he fucks this dude up and he says, Hail Hydra. And that's the last frame of the comic. So it's a big deal. So Captain America says that, and um, everyone's like, whoa. Everyone laughed about that. You can tell the nerds who read that comic they're laughing too. Me, 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 me. And um, Captain America, he has the mind gem, and he's walking away, and then he meets other Captain America. So it's pretty cool. It's like mirror match. You know, both Captain Americas are looking at each other. Captain America thinks it's Loki uh pretending to be him and they go and they have a captain america versus captain america which is pretty tight you know i didn't expect that but it was cool having a captain america versus captain america so they're fucking each other up and um what does it happen oh there was a joke before that where ant-man's all like 
yeah, Captain America's ass. Yeah, it's America's ass, you know, whatever. So when Captain America's fighting, um, he gets in a stranglehold. The, the future Captain America gets in a stranglehold. And, um, you know, so what he does is he goes, Bucky's alive. He throws out like a big plot twist to him. And then Cap- the other Captain America's like, what? You know, and then he like knocks him out. You know what's funny though? When the Captain Americas were fighting, and he knocks him down, like the future one knocks out the past one. The past one stands up, and then he goes, "I could do this all day." And <laughs> it's funny because he can, because he's Captain America. He's got that resolve. The other Captain America can. He's got that resolve. So this fight could go on forever. And it's funny too because future Captain America is like, "Oh shit, this! Oh my god." <laughs> That was cool. So they get that gem. They fuck up with the... Now, that's a big deal. They're trying to get the space gem. They fake a heart attack with Iron Man. So Ant-Man jumps into old Iron Man's heart and fucks him up. And they, he has a heart attack. The, tri- the, the space gem opens up and it's right next to Loki. And Loki picks it up and teleports away. Which, that... Wow. <laughs> they fucked up big. So the heroes there, they're like, what do we do? Oh, I know what to do. So they teleport. They go further back in time. Instead of going home, they go further back in time to to, to get the space gem at a different time, you know. I mean, I, I think to myself, like, there's so many ways they could have got the space gem, but they go way back in time. I guess it's for the movie. Um, they go back in time. Now this is out of order of the movie because the movie's bouncing around. I'm just going from memory. They go back in time and they see they're in the 30s or the 40s or whatever. Now it has to be after the 40s because it's past World War II because they have the thing. So this must be like the 60s or 70s. Oh yeah, because like you know, all right. So it's cool. You get to see Captain America talk to. Oh, the the original Ant Man he's all youngified that was pretty cool and cat and uh, Iron Man Tony Stark he gets to talk to his dad who is about to have a kid like it, not not Tony Stark's dad's having a kid but it's the day that Tony's gonna be born so they have a tender moment between the two of each other and they they share a father father son moment kind of without him knowing and they're talking about you know raising kids and his his dad's asking him for advice because he had a kid he had his kid five years you know i love you 3000 you know that kind of thing and um freaking uh it's cool they part they part ways and uh you get to see jarvis from agent carter you know original jarvis and uh that was pretty cool so i'm thinking oh man we might see punisher right i was wrong uh they get the mind gem or Space Gem, and they go back to uh, the future, I guess. <laughs> and then, um, so, it's Hawkeye and, uh, and um, Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow, Nebula, and, is it just Nebula? Nebula and War Machine. So Nebula and War Machine are in the Guardians of the Galaxy 1. So it's like, they're going to get the, what gem is that? The power gem uh, from Star-Lord as he's about to get it for the first time in the beginning of the movie. That's where they're at. They're in that time frame. I think that's like 2012. I don't know. And um, meanwhile, they decided that, um, what's his name? Hawkeye and um, 
Black Widow, they're going to go to Vormir to get the Soul Gem. And they know nothing about the Soul Gem, but Nebula does, but whatever. So they're going to, to get the Soul Gem. At this time, there's some plot device where Nebula, from the future, I guess she logs on to a server with her mind or some shit. Thanos is aware of her presence and is able to, with the Nebula she has, look at all the information. So he's basically seeing the future through his nebula because they're linked in some way and uh, that's when the plot kind of thickens you know because now thanos is aware he's aware that he wins and that they're trying to stop him and like he just gets all that information from her um the power gem is easily attainable you just see him like singing and dancing you know like the beginning of guardians of the galaxy which is pretty tight but from the point of view of Nebula and um, what is his name? It's War Machine. They're watching. They're watching him do the singing and dancing. But they, we don't have the music. You just see him singing it. So it's like it's kind of funny. And he goes, "This guy's an idiot." And then Nebula goes, "I know." And they hit him in the head, and that's it. They get the gem. It was pretty easy for them. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Hawkeye and um, what's her name, Natalia, are over there talking to the red skull even though they know who the red skull is they don't react they don't go oh shit this is the red skull because they're shield agents they fucking know who the red skull is that's not even a, a blimp i think once again atman's little figuring out what to do could have been could have gave some lines of dialogue like you're fucking red skull bitch what the fuck well anyways so red skull tells it how it is you're supposed to lose somebody now i had to look this up but um, he doesn't explain it to them. You just know because you watched Infinity War. In Infinity War, they have to – to get the soul gem, they word it in a weird way. He goes, losing someone you love. I thought it was the person you love most, but I guess apparently it's someone you love. So the reason I say this is because they got to sacrifice somebody, and I'm like – someone they love most i'm like i don't think they love each other the most and um they uh they they decide that as long as it's someone you love so it's funny because thanos you're telling me i guess he didn't love anybody i guess that's still that, that logic sound so thanos didn't love anyone but his that one daughter and if he didn't love anyone shit that sucks all right cool that works so i guess because they love each other in a plutonic kind of way um as long as he likes his wife and she's supposed to like hulk i guess i don't know they fight each other which is pretty cool they fight each other to the right to kill kill themselves over there and uh, black widow wins she ends up dying which i was shocked i was like whoa didn't see that coming i really didn't uh, a lot of people saw it coming i didn't i didn't see that coming and um you know what's it's weird is this was a missed opportunity i think that if hulk because they had a five-year skip. If if Hulk and Nat had a, a thing going, it would have been better if Hulk went back in time and her, and they could have. It would have been a more powerful moment because they fell in love. I mean, they were fucking crushing on each other in Age of Ultron, and then they just gave up on that. So I mean, with the five-year skip, they could have little Hulk babies and everything. That shit would have been great, you know, um, the Sakaar son or something like that. They could have done something like that. Uh, but you guys don't read Planet Hulk, so what's up? Anyways, so 
man, yeah, man, what a missed opportunity. If they were in love with each other, then it would have been a weird thing where Hawkeye, not Hawkeye, where she's trying to kill herself and Hulk uh, stops and then she does this thing where, you know, uh, sun's coming up. And then he, like, you know, turns back to Bruce Banner and she knocks him out and then goes over. That would have been way better. Way better than Hawkeye besties, you know, trying to kill each other. I guess it, maybe they flipped the coin, but I, th I really do think it was a missed opportunity. They went one way, but, you know, you just accept it, right? All right, so they die. Hawkeye gets the, the gem. I mean, Nat dies. They show it. And uh, he gets the gem. He wakes up in the water and gets his gem that was pretty cool um so at this time i guess they go to the um future but nebula somehow gets caught up and uh instead of going to the future she gets stuck they uh, they do this uh switcheroo where past nebula and future ne nebula switch and um so like you don't know what's gonna happen uh, they go to the future. Everyone's got their gems together and everything. And um, Iron Man at this time creates a Infinity Gauntlet out of Iron Man stuff, which is kind of weird. So check it. Thanos kills all these dwarves to make them make a glove that can harness the power of the Infinity Gauntlet. Now these dwarves, let's 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 just go over their achievements. They make weapons for the gods, like a like a hammer that can summon lightning. Well, actually, I guess it's Thor. That's that's a different story. But they can they can harness the power of a white dwarf. I don't see Tony Stark doing that. You know, he'd be doing that all day. You know, they they have a space station. They you know they make things that can survive direct sun like flares. You know, and that's how smart they are. And they made a glove that can harness the fitting gauntlet. Iron Man does it, and within a fucking day, he makes an Iron Man Iron Gauntlet thing. But whatever, you just accept that. You just because you know it's Infinity War. But I was like, how come he could do that? That or Thanos is an asshole. That means that either there's Tony Stark's everywhere that can make these gloves, you know, or just just so happens dwarves and Tony Stark, and then you know. Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe it's just that. But whatever. You had to kill a bunch of dwarves for this shit. And Tony Stark just snaps his fingers and makes this shit. Whatever. Cool. So he makes that. They have a little spiel where Hulk goes, I was meant to hold this glove, you know, and almost killed this guy. It's full of gamma radiation randomly. And I could take the fucking brunt of this. They really nerf Hulk in these movies because Hulk is, like, really powerful. Like, he's more powerful than all those characters except for maybe thor maybe but man the hulk is like a godly but they make him weak in this you know hulk in the comics fought a guy called the century who had the power of 60 million exploding suns i mean he says that and he constantly says that and um hulk beat that dude i'm just saying he did so in this, in this i guess they have to nerf it i guess you know Whatever. You just accept it. You just accept that plot hole. A lot of, a lot of things you just accept in this movie for, for the greater good. But anyways, he makes that thing and um, he, what they're going to do is snap his fingers and bring all the people back to that time. Not reverse the snap. That would, I guess, suck because then, I guess, time would change. So he just... 
Oh, you know what? I forgot. Hulk gets the soul gem, not the time gem, from the ancient one. I forgot to talk about that. So he separates, and he gets the time gem from the ancient one. They have a discussion. And at this time, they... She explains, because she already knows what's up. She goes, I need the time gem, because if you watch Doctor Strange, you kind of need the time gem to work to do what it does. You know, that's how they trap this one fucking guy uh, in another dimension or some shit like that. Uh, I forgot his name. Ugh, whatever. So she explains that the gems themselves, if you, if you take a gem from that reality... Um, it creates a new reality. I was like, okay, cool. I don't know if if she had not had said anything. I don't think. I think the story would have worked better in that sense because when she explains the Infinity Gems, she convolutes the story even more. Because apparently they could go back in time, they could take things, and nothing will change their timeline. But then she says something about the Infinity Gems. If you take the Infinity Gems. Um, it creates a divergent timeline or whatever. And I'm like, why did she have feel the need to say that? Because when they, she does that, she complicates the story even more. But um, he then drops the Doctor Strange said to do this, and that's why we're doing it. So she's cool with it, as I guess as long as they return the gems back. And I just, why? I don't, I guess they do, to, to help out that reality. Because the reality needs the gem. I don't know. And, um, yeah, it, just, it, was, it was a stupid plot point. I don't know why they brought that up. I'd have to watch the movie again, but I don't think they she If she hadn't said anything, she goes, oh, I need this gem for my reality. We'd be good. And then you're like, cool, we'll just bring it back. Cool, all right, peace. And they just do that. But she explains the divergent realities and things like that. I think they did that because uh, Disney's having a TV show called um, What Else or What, e what Else World or no, that's DC. What if? Yeah, that's it. What if? Question mark. So basically, a bunch of cartoon stories about what would happen if this. And I guess that works. I guess. I don't know. Because um, there is a series of comics of what if? What if Wolverine didn't have powers? Or what if uh, Captain America was a bad guy? Shit like that. Uh, it's much like the same as if you're in a DC Else Worlds where, you know, Red Sun and all that bullshit. Um, that's cool. Whatever. So they do that, right? So Hulk's about to snap his fingers. He snaps his fingers. All the people come back, but you don't know. You're like, well, fuck, did it work? I don't know. And then uh, Hawkeye gets a phone call. Now, I wonder if by them coming back, is it like they know they got snapped away or I don't know. But that works for Spider-Man uh, Homecoming or not Homecoming, Far From Home or Far Far From Home is uh, this movie takes place like five minutes after this fucking this movie or something like that. Five days. I don't know. So I guess all his friends got snapped. I don't know. So Hulk manages to do it, but he's he's out of commission. He's fucked up. And um, yeah, so he's fucked up. And he's uh, all of a sudden a big explosion happens. And, um, yeah, right? It's just uh, everyone's happy. It looks like game over. Then a big explosion happens. Turns out Thanos used the Pym particles to bring himself to the future. So 2012 Thanos comes to 2019 uh, land and uh, fucks them up. And um, there's explosions. A lot of them lived. 
And uh, Thanos just walks out there and he's sitting down. Wait, he's so calm and composed. He's sitting there waiting for uh, them to come to him because he knows inevitably that they'll be coming. And um, the cool thing, though, is Thanos, he says in the beginning of the movie, when they find him, he goes, I'm in- inevitable. Like this was supposed to happen. He says this line, I am inevitable. Well, anyways, I just had to bring that up because he says it again, you know, not right now, but when he's about to snap again. So Captain America, uh, Hulk and Iron Man, they're looking down at Thanos and it's it's fucking go time. This shit's going to happen. Like the original Avengers are going to fight Thanos. And Thanos is waiting for him. And this shit, like, the audience went, oh, I was fucking like, here we go, motherfucker. Like, it was a, oh, man, I'm excited just thinking about it. They're, uh, they go down to fight. Epic fight ensues. Shit, Thanos has got this super sword. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's double-sided, but apparently it's the best. And it's fucking them up. They're getting fucked up left and right. Uh, shit looks like it's not going too well. And but then all of a sudden, you know, Thanos, who's not Thanos, Hulk, Hulk, Thor, who's using both the hammers, he he's like on the floor and he's fat. I think the reason he's weak is because he's fat, you know. So you know, hashtag fat shaming. But um, <laughs> so it looks all like like Thor's about to get killed and by Thanos, and then all of a sudden, the one of the best scenes in the movie, Captain America picks up Thor's hammer and fucks. Thanos up and everybody in the audience went whoa like I mean that's how epic that moment was that in England who don't go whoa as much they were like whoa because I saw some nerds talking about it even they were like whoa you know it it was just crazy seeing Captain America and if you remember Captain Avengers 2 Captain America was able to lift the hammer kind of you know and at that time Thor was like what this time Thor goes, I knew it, and he was happy about it, which is tight. You know, if you could find someone who looks at you like Thor, you know, <laughs> when Captain America picks up that hammer, you know, that's a, that's a keeper, right? Now, um, but the, but Captain America is fucking awesome with this hammer. He's shooting lightning, sh- explosions. I mean, he's just really using he's using his shield with the hammer. So you would th- cuz you remember in Avengers 1, if the hammer hits the shield, the vibranium creates this explosion cuz it's like so epic, a big shockwave. So he's doing that. He's throwing the shield, throwing the hammer against the shield, calling the hammer back, you know, and the explosions, lightning's coming everywhere. It was fucking glorious. And they're fucking him up and it's all getting but then Thanos still too badass. He's fucking them up and shit. He fucks them up. And uh, Captain America is the last one standing and uh, Thanos starts doing his mindless banter, you know, cuz he's not really He's not excited, he's not angry, he's not happy. He's just getting after it. And Thanos goes, you know what? And this is what I like about Thanos. He's calm to the end. To the end. No heroes like that. He's just like, look, usually when I kill a bunch of people or I do some bad shit, it's only business. I have no emotions for it. But then he goes, but your planet, though, I'm going to fucking kill and uh, I'm going to take a lot of joy in it, you know. And Thanos doubles down on what he says. Not only am I going to destroy half the fucking universe, I'm going to destroy most life, 
in the universe and create new life, which is wow. He just he just like fuck the other half. You know, you guys didn't move forward. You were supposed to. Captain America says, "I have a support group." Yo, no, he doesn't say that. But because he has a support group, you would think. You know, give me a second. I'm looking to my left. Ah, uh, whatever. Anyways, so damn, a bird just ran into a window. Well, that scared me. <laughs> That startled me. Anyways, uh, <laughs> was it? So, what happens? Um, where was I? Bird hitting a window. So it looks pretty bad. Uh, Hulk, I mean Hulk. Apparently, Thanos has fucked up his shield with his sword. So his sword's stronger than vibranium. Man, that shit cuts through everything. So... Captain America is like fucking let's go he tightens up his shield what's left of it and he stands up and I was thinking this is in the comics will he just get slapped and that's the end of it you know but no he's like about to fight I thought maybe he's gonna dig deep maybe the Hulk's gonna fuck him up some Ant-Man's gonna turn to Giant Man and fuck him up I don't know anything but I did not see this fucking coming you hear the words cause Captain America apparently has his uh uh, communicator in his ear which is impervious to everything because he just took a beating from Thanos you know but get, apparently his uh, communicators working and then you hear Sam Sam Wilson you know or Sam Wilson you know for the Falcon you hear him say on your left you know that was fucking tight he says on your left and I didn't know who it was when he says it's me Sam I thought it was Samuel Jackson but <laughs> apparently it was the Falcon he goes on your left and you're like what the fuck is this what do you mean on your left and then a little a little circle uh cre is created it's uh dr strange's ring so you then it, it hits you and dr strange is back everyone's back because of the snap and it's like every fucking first it's like uh black panther shiri and um the other lady who's back i can't even pronounce her name they're there and shiri has apparently gone on the no eating food diet plan uh, or or maybe danos ate up all her weight because shiri looks like malnourished she looked like an alien at first because she was so skinny and elongated but apparently that's a thing man she's fucking thin as fuck i mean i was like oh she needs a cheeseburger she needs all the cheeseburgers she's dying well they come up and you got the vet, you got them, and I'm like, holy shit, they're gonna fight too. And then I, I'm still dumb about this. And then I was like, oh, Doctor Strange, obviously. But then everybody in the entire DC universe, DC, <laughs> the Batman comes out and fucks everybody up. No, and then, <laughs> and then all the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe comes out. It's everybody, you know, except for Captain Marvel. But they're all coming up through those rings, and it's cool. It's like you got the the entire army of Wakanda, all the acolytes of Doctor Strange's uh, sanctum, and uh, Doctor Strange is there apparently. Uh, you got uh, fucking everybody, man. Guardians. Oh yeah, Chris Pratt's there too, and um, all these all these fucking people are there, and shit's happening, and. Um, Damn, dude. I have to say, that was one of the best. And then they run at each other, and Thanos has his army. He's got a huge army, like a world-killing army. And they're there, and the two run at each other, and I shit you not, as they're running at each other, I thought the movie was going to end right here for some unknown reason. I thought, this is it. This is the end of the movie. Because, I don't know, it, just, it was just too much. It was unreal. It it was like, you want... How do I explain this? I mean, it's... 
everything you ever wanted at a moment happening all at once. It's just surreal. Like, I wanted this. I didn't know I wanted this, but I wanted this, and it was happening, you know? I don't know. Man. It's like the first time emptying your balls into a lady, you know? You're just like, ah. You're just like, your eyes roll up in your head, you know? That kind of thing, man. It was that good. It was that fucking good. Your fucking ancestors felt it. It was that good. Watching everybody fight, it was crazy. And then they, they fight. They actually show it. This right here, this fight that takes place in that... Uh, in the end game had to have cost a bajillion dollars or something man it was every thing that just shows you the power of disney i hope i hope uh, disney never hates on anybody you know with their their powers they can use it for evil i mean with all that technology and all that power and money they can really photoshop you doing some fallacious things you know like you know doing things to yourself you know like fuck it wasn't me but disney's like ha 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 you can't do anything because i'm fucking disney motherfucker now get back to disneyland well, anyways, that shit. While this shit's happening, all a bunch of little stories are happening in there. Is that uh, ah man, he grows, whatever, and he he's got the Finny Gauntlet. Hawkeye, he's like fighting predators or some shit. And um, what else is going on while this is happening? Gamora releases old Nebula or future Nebula, and they're like, "I'm we're gonna fight together." So this Nebula, so Gamora is from 2012. So she's before she met uh, Star Lord. So she's like a reset, a Gamora reset. And uh, the two find Nebula and have a conversation, and they end up killing past Nebula, which is, I guess, cool. Um. And, um, let's see, I mean, if you kill past Nebula, normal, like, future Nebula doesn't die, so that really just shows you, you can't change the past. You can take things from the past, but you can't change it. And, um, let's see, what else is happening? Um, that shit's happening. They get it in their head that they need the glove, and they're gonna do something with the glove. They need to keep the glove away from Thanos. Thanos is fucking everybody up. There's a massive orgy of fighting. You get to see all of them fight. And um, Ant-Man, something about time travel. I think they're going to send the glove to the quantum realm because it's a big deal getting this glove towards this van and sending it somewhere. So um, I think um, there's a lot of fighting, all right? And um, Spider-Man uh, helps out Tony Stark. And uh, Tony... and. and Spider-Man's explaining to Tony Stark, and then this happened, and then this happened, and we were fighting, and then this happened, and he's explaining everything that happened since the snap. And Iron Man, who's been guilt-ridden for the last five years, doesn't say a thing. He just wants to hug him. And it's funny, because Spider-Man, from his point of view, he had just turned to dust and came back. And then uh, Tony Stark, five years of regret, regret, is hugging this dude like, like real dude bro love hug, you know? Like I thought it was really good. I call it the spider hug. <laughs> Hugs him like deeply. And then Spider-Man, he deflects the, 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 the loving embrace by saying, he goes, well, this is nice. Because <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. He apparently just woke up, started fighting, and then this shit goes down. And I thought that was a deep moment. I really did. Um, and then... Uh, Iron Man's uh, wife is there, uh, Pepper Potts. She's in her own little suit. She's fucking shit up, which was kind of um, it it was cool in two senses. One, it was it was there. It was cool watching her fight, but no one really gave a shit. It really was, and I thought, yeah, finally, you know, finally, girls could do things, and we don't make such a big deal about it. Just like you know, when I see a you know 
black person do something i don't think to myself oh my god this is so special no because you know like we're you know in the future now you know we're not racist as much but you know the media want to confuse you on that and um they're all fighting and shit and uh, they get in their idea that they got to get this glove from point a to point b and um it's like a big football game you know getting this glove and everyone's passing the glove around massive fight dr strange who could wipe out pretty much everybody there is for some reason stuck uh stopping some tidal wave hulk is i don't i don't remember seeing hulk that much which is kind of stupid because hulk and fucking thanos should have had a round two but whatever it would have missed opportunity that was uh spider-man gets the glove uh, black panther gets the glove there's one part though um where all the girls of the Marvel Universe get together. Just so happens, and they're like, "We got this." It's like they look to the screen and write hashtag woke. You know, like they, they're there. They uh, they do some things, and they and they get allow Spider Man to get the glove to wherever they need to go, and um, that's cool too. Once again, girls doing shit. A lot of people I've noticed. I've been watching the reviews. They've been like, you know, fuck that. You know, people are gonna hate this, but I love it. But that's the same sentiment amongst all the nerds. I haven't seen one person go, fuck this scene. Everyone's been like, they love it, but someone's hating it out there. But no one in the media is going to do that. That's fucking ridiculous. You know, just let, let's, let, let's just have moments and then be good with it. You know, I don't just like every time my wife goes and takes out the trash, I don't make a big fucking deal about it, you know, uh, or, well, I guess we're not in that zone. I, if she became the CEO of a company, I don't think I'd be like, what the fuck? Actually, I would, because we'd be rich, right? <laughs> Anywho, Thanos gets the glove, and uh, it's a big, massive fight. He gets the glove. He's fucked everybody up. Doctor Strange is putting his little finger up. He goes, one. So it goes back to the Infinity War. They had this plot device where <clears throat> Doctor Strange went through a million possibilities, and there's only one where they win. And he puts out the one to the Iron Man. Tony Stark sees it. He knows what's up. So Iron Man and fucking Thanos are fighting one last time for this stone. Thanos is about to... He punches off Iron Man. And Thanos is about to snap his fingers to get rid of, you know, to win, basically. And then he looks at... Thanos looks at Iron Man and goes, I am inevitable. And he goes to snap his fingers. Nothing happens. And... Tony Stark has the glove the whole time. So because it's his glove, he's got nanites, he's able to switch gloves without Thanos realizing. And, um, and you know, at the same time, Thanos is doing this. Uh, Chris Pratt's like, yo, man, Gamora's alive, and he's happy. And all that love that they built is ruined because Gamora got reset. So she kicks him in the nuts, and they make a cool little joke about that. So Gamora doesn't like this dude because she doesn't know him. Um, Thanos is about to snap his finger. He snaps his fingers. Nothing happens. He sees sees Iron Man. Iron Man's got that glove, and that's a tight scene. And Iron Man, he goes, "I am Iron Man," and then he snaps his finger, harking back to the first Iron Man movie, the whole addiction of being a hero. It all come come combines into this him saving the fucking universe. You know that kind of thing. Snaps his fingers. He pretty much almost dies and uh all the all the all the bad guys are disappearing just like that just like dust and thanos who dies in great fashion he just sits down contemplates things and then turns to dust i thought that was tight so iron man he's dying because he just used the infinity 
uh, gauntlet, and he's he should exploded because of the power gem. You know what I, I missed out talking about is Captain Marvel. She's so uneventful. <laughs> a lot of people are gonna get mad about that, but I I thought it was all right. You can't just have Captain America overpower everybody. She comes down. And uh, she destroys Thanos' ship because she's demonstrated she can destroy ships. And uh, she fights Thanos. They fight a little bit. And one cool thing is when Thanos goes to headbutt her, it, she doesn't even flinch. Like nothing happens because she's that powerful. But then Thanos, being smart and resilient, grabs one of the gems of the Infinity Gauntlet. He grabs the power one punches her with it and uh, it, that's how that's how you take out captain marvel with an infinity stone and i thought that was pretty cool in an event i thought it was cool it was just a cool moment and uh, i thought it was good but a lot of people are gonna bitch that captain marvel didn't have a more center role and i i to you people who say that are dumb as fuck because the infinity war infinity Game, whatever the Infinity War end game is more about the base characters, the characters that came before, because they're closing up their story. See, they're not going to have more of these movies for those characters, probably. If I show up as side items, but it's usually it's going to be Captain Marvel's going to make her own thing. They got to start another ten year uh, advancement, hopefully onslaught or maybe. Uh, well, I'll get into that later. Anyways, uh, so that's you know whatever. So. Tony's about to die. He's dying. Uh, Tony uh, and Spider-Man have a moment where he's like, oh, Mr. Stark, it's going to be okay. And he's all crying and shit. And I was like, why the fuck are we wasting time with that? I mean, we did the hug. We're wasting time. And I think the theory behind this one is, the, the one I came up with, is in Spider-Man Far From Home, they're just going to keep reusing that footage to create some kind of a, a story arc with that. I'm thinking. I don't know. Uh, it's cool. Him and Brody, a good send off. They kind of just shake hands and it's like unspoken. We fucking did it. And then you got Pepper Potts and she takes the cake. And this one, I have to say, this is a good send off. She knows the man she loves. She never tried to change him. She just knew who he was. You know, she was her and he was him. And that's what I love about that. You know, a lot of times people try to change each other acceptance is what it is i mean you can't change your lover your lover wants to change they change and this is what this is i tony stark was addicted to helping people and saving people and wearing iron man outfits and everything so he took his ad addiction to the last degree to death and she knew it she fucking knew it and that's she wouldn't have loved him any other way you know this is, you gotta take the bad with the good and this is what he is she loved all of them and then instead of Instead of putting a guilt trip or crying and shit, she right before he dies, she goes, it's all good. We're going to be all right. It's going to be good. This You did right. Everything you did was good. Guilt-free. Kind of just give him a pass. you know. And then he dies. Then she starts fucking crying. And I was like, well played. For a person who hated this whole Marvel Universe thing and has her own career, it was cool Gwyneth Paltrow giving her all. That's a good actress. I mean, I have to say, she doesn't like any of this. And she was placed in a position where she was just, you know, the classic damsel in distress, which she fucking abhors. And it was cool for her to come back and do the scene. Thanks for finishing the story off. And that's what that was. Um... Yeah, that's pretty sad. They have a funeral for him, and this is cool. They show, in the funeral, they show callbacks to the first Iron Man. You know, he has a heart. You know, the little 
arc reactor that's in there. It's they send it off at the lake house and um and it's cool. You'll see each franchise of the Marvel universe in their own spot. So everybody's there seeing you know they're paying their condolences to Iron Man. You got your, you know, Wakanda people and everybody was in there. It was cool. You saw Nicholas Nicholas Cage, uh Samuel Jackson there as Nick Fury, you know. Everyone was there. It was cool. And then there was this one kid who didn't you couldn't play some you're like who the fuck is this kid well that kid was the kid from iron man 3 he was uh that kid who works with the mechanic you know the guy who's all like are you having a panic attack you're a little bit older now and um yeah man it was it was a good send-off i thought that was cool you get to see all the characters and shit and that was cool and um iron man's daughter sitting there with happy who's in the movie too you know you know the one who started this whole fucking thing, John Favreau. I think that's him, right? They're all. Let me fucking let me Google that shit real quick. They're sitting there, and um, uh, it was happy, and uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, John Favreau, the one who started this whole fucking thing. What what a way to take a, a step back, you know? He's the one who made Iron Man the Iron Man. You know, he's so good. He's such a good actor and everything. He was in Friends. Anyways, he's sitting there with the kid, and the kid goes, uh, well, the guy goes, are you hungry? And the little girl goes, uh, Morgan, who's Iron Man's kid, he, she goes, I want a cheeseburger. And then Happy goes, he kind of kind of like holds it back, kind of tears up a little. I was tearing up the whole fucking movie. He tears up a little, and he goes, I'll give you all the cheeseburgers you want. And I was like, oh. <laughs> because in Iron Man, he wanted a cheeseburger. I thought that was a good callback. Unnecessary. But fuck it. I, give that to me. You know, <laughs> that was good. So they decide they're going to put the gems back, right? And everyone has their own little ending, kind of Lord of the Rings-ish. And they're going to put the rings back. So they decide, I don't know why, but Captain America is the one who's going to do it. And he's got the pin particles and everything. He's got the hammer. I guess they're going to put everything back so those timelines can have stuff. And um, he's got the gems in the thing, and then uh, they, uh, it's it's Fal Falcon and it's uh, Bucky, and they're like a later dude. And he goes back in time, and he's supposed to come back in like five seconds. Hulk does a countdown. They come back, nothing happens, and then all of a sudden you see um an old man in the distance sitting down and i fucking knew it i fucking knew it from the beginning when captain america first goes in the ice i was like he's gonna go back in time something with infinity gems something's gonna happen where he's gonna get the life he wants and he does the old man is captain america as it turns out he did get himself some life so i assume he got with peggy or whatever and that's just the way it is and then they just you know that's it he had a life grew up grew old with her and i guess she eventually just dies and that was a good send-off for Captain America, man. What a reward. You know, you gave it your all. You showed the best of humanity, of what humanity could become. And you inspired millions. And then you just go and have your life with Peggy, Agent Carter, as it is. That's pretty much the movie in the nutshell. Um, I have to say, I, I know I recanted the whole movie, but it was a great movie. Um, I have some thoughts about it. We'll discuss it in a second. But all in all... I would give this movie, I would give it an 8 out of 10. And I, I could go into, the reason why is because there's a lot of inconsistencies that I was like, oh, I guess I just accept it. And um, 
The music was like, once again, you had 22 movies in 11 years to make the music epic. Like, I mean, when you watch fucking Man of Steel, that music is epic. You literally will buy the soundtrack for the goddamn song. You know, can't you just make the music good? I mean, if the, the plot was good. I, I mean, all those are inconsistencies. But the music, I mean, you could have done something other than just the Avengers theme song that you pushed so hard. Um, but yeah, I would give it an 8. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect movie. I don't know what I gave Infinity War. I've reviewed that in another podcast, but um, yeah, I, I would have to go back. Uh, lazy. But yeah, I give it a, a solid 8. And that's not too bad. You know, 1 out of 10, 10 being the best, 8. It's not perfect. It, it gave me the feels. Usually if I'm balling, though, I would give it a higher rating. But nah, I'm at 8. That, that movie's a solid 8. Um, good characters, good action, uh, a little bit slow in the beginning, but uh, it, it works in the end. So that that's my review. I give it an 8. Now, if you want to listen further, I'm going to discuss this movie in great detail. You're like, wait a minute. You're going to re- go into detail about this movie? Yes, motherfucker, I am. There is more detail. It's a fucking three-hour movie of a 22 films and... 11 years of fucking Marvel. Of course I'm going to bust out some shit. I'm a DC fan more than Marvel fan, but I love me some Marvel. I collected a bunch of comics. What can I say? It was a great movie. I would like to discuss the characters. Uh, just a little, couple little thoughts. Let's see here. I wrote, I wrote some notes. Uh, Tony Stark, addicted to being Iron Man, completes his cycle. With the Iron, I am Iron Man. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Thanos is awesome to the very end. He never breaks character. He never gets, oh, I'm mad. He just, uh, is calm as fuck. Thor's, uh, PTSD. I heard, I heard some nerds bitch about that. They're like, Iron Man, they treated it seriously, which they didn't. They made jokes. And, uh, they should have aimed for the head, you know, filled them with emptiness. It, it's just, I thought the way they brought Thor out... Like, that was a good move. There was a good move to keep him fat that, or make him fat. I think that's so that if Chris Hemsworth wants to be in more... Oh, yeah. Ha! I forgot to say. Yeah, in the in the, in the the movie, I forgot about that. Thanos... Not Thanos. Thor becomes a Guardian of the Galaxy. And they're just standing there. And uh, Chris Pratt, who feels, like, inferior to Thor, which he should, he goes, I'm a... I'm the leader. I'm the leader, right? <laughs> and then they go, sure you are. That's what Thor was doing. But it was it was a funny move. And if they make more Guardians of the Galaxy movies with Thor, oh, man, I'm with that. And the reason I think they keep him fat is because if it's so like uh, Chris Hemsworth doesn't have to work out so hard. He could just kind of just be himself, you know, but still be the same character. And I thought that was cool. They could make him fat. Think about thin. He can do whatever he wants, you know. So it gives him an option. But that's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, Thor going through PTSD. People wanted it to be more serious. I think that it's okay. It's okay to make light of that, you know. I like that humor. Captain America retiring was cool. Uh, him maybe getting with Agent Carter. They don't really specify. He just, you know, uh, Sam asked him where where's uh who'd you marry you know and he goes i'm not telling you know that kind of thing so they leave that open kind of i mean because he is dancing with peggy at the end or uh agent carter agent carter keep calling her that you know what's weird is they show they show jarvis in the um in the movie from the tv show agent carter 
but they didn't show any other uh, properties, which is kind of stupid, man. Why couldn't they have showed like Daredevil or maybe The Punisher? Just, just a little bit. It would be tight. Um, you know that that everyone would have been like, ah, they would have went fucking nuts. I mean, like, there was a lot of parts where he got nuts, but I thought that would have been cool. I uh, People are confused about his aging. Why does he look so old? I was like, wait a minute. So if he ages normal, that's pretty good looking for a guy who late aged uh, uh, slowly or whatever. I don't know how to explain this because, okay, so he's, what, 30, 40? And he goes back to the 40s. So he's, and this is 2019, the year 2019, plus five years, I think. Uh, shit, he should look pretty old. He should look 80. He looks less than 80, but, you know, people are like, he's too old. And are they confused that he goes into ice and he doesn't age because he goes in and he stays young like that? And I was like, I think that's because he was in ice. So, whatever. Uh, the relationship yeah i was pretty pretty pissed about the hawkeye and that uh relationship they just kept pushing that you know as opposed to um what's his name hulk and nat i don't know why they put that on the back burner the nebula and stark relationship was pretty cool they were just working together you know nebula with her foot was they were playing foot uh not foot uh paper football you know i thought that was cool I like when she wins. And I like how he was talking to her, too. He's like like a kid. You know. This murdering lady. Uh, yeah, I'm so pissed about the Bruce and uh, Natalia thing. Because they built it up in two mo movies. They built it up and then they just turned it to nothing. Like Thanos' snap. Uh, Captain America's friend. Tie-up. So, at the very end... Uh, Thor, not Thor, Captain America. I'm playing with a hangnail right now. I'm gonna forget about this. Okay, so uh, Captain America gives the shield. I guess he came back to the future to give the shield to Sam Wilson. He said, "You, you got this. You're gonna be the Captain America." And I'm like, "What? The fuck? Is he gonna give him no serum? He's just he's normal guy with the shield. I don't think that's a good thing. You know, the thing that makes him badass is." His wings and all that tech, but does it make him good? You know, it's he needs all that shit. And then, um, yeah, he just passes off the shield. No, nope. and then Bucky just lets that shit go down. But I guess that's okay. Huh. I bet Sam Wilson, the Falcon, will show up as Captain America, but like in other movies, it won't be him the main character. And I guess like after that, they'll see how it goes. But I can't see him being the main character, you know. Uh, plot devices. A lot of plot devices in here you just have to accept. Not whole plot holes. You just have to accept things that are happening. With Doctor Strange, a million ways to win and only one played out. That was, uh, you just have to accept that, you know. <laughs> Which you can in a way because they go back in time and Thanos just by sheer chance is able to figure out everything just that's how smart he is he's able to figure out what time to go to the quantum realm that's that's something that's uh you really just gotta have to accept 
uh, that plot device is years, is hours, and then for some reason, because Ant-Man's wondering what happens if we go back in time with this, they they figured it out. You know, good job, Ant-Man, for wondering. Uh, Tony makes a gauntlet. Yeah, 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 I already covered that. Tony making making a gauntlet. You just accept it. Thanos' sword, stronger than Thor's hammer. Captain Shield. I mean. Thanos gets this double-sided sword, and he's able to cut the shield, fuck everybody up with this thing. And uh, it's not explained or anything. I mean, I, I guess he got it made, and who would make a weapon like that? I don't know. Uh, Thor's hammer. Uh, yeah, Thor's hammer is a big, giant plot device you just accept. Um, who can wield it? You know, I guess apparently Captain America wasn't worthy in Agents of... Sh uh, Age of Ultron, but he's worthy all of a sudden now. Doesn't explain it. Um, what uh, harnessing lightning? So Captain America is able to shoot lightning from it and all sorts of stuff. But in Thor Ragnarok, uh, they make a joke of it. They go, "What are you, the god of hammers, or you god of lightning?" So it turns out Thor has the power of lightning this whole time. But um, and the and the and he, they explained that Thor's hammer was to help him focus it, to focus a power he already had. So how does it do lightning? I don't know. So Captain America is able to do lightning. You just accept the fact that the hammer can also generate lightning as well. Now, time travel itself as a plot device is a bad move. Most most cases, I think that. If they had established rules, concrete rules that are easy to understand and didn't break them, then you're set. Now, the rules were so complicated that I don't know if they broke them or not, but I'm pretty sure there's a nerd out there who's currently breaking up all sorts of stuff to figure like all the loopholes and all the plot holes in that. And uh, it's just like magic. Once again, magic doesn't work either. I mean, you got to have rules to the magic. They, they fucked that all up. You know, was it the hammer that had the lightning or was it the guy? I don't know. And then it gets kind of wonky. At that point, you start to, to not give a shit as much, you know. Because you can do whatever you want. Then why can't he just shoot lightning to his cells and then he dies? I don't know. Uh, Captain Marvel. Let's see here. Protecting the guy. So you're wondering, why is Captain Marvel not helping? Or why is she ever help? And all these instances. You know, what the, what the fuck? What were you doing, Captain Marvel? And then so Captain Marvel throws out the... She, she gives this line. Hey, I was protecting the galaxy. You know, not everyone has the Avengers. And that kind of works, but does it? So you come from America and you have the power to protect America. But the other countries don't have you. So you go protect those countries. So 9-11 happens, you stay away from America, or do you come back? Do you come back and stay there for a bit? Yeah, that's what you should do. She doesn't do that. She just goes back and saves. I think that if they just did a flashback, her saving somebody, and, or maybe she has a home or some sort, maybe that's why. Maybe the next Marvel movie will address that, hopefully. But it just doesn't make sense that you just left your own your home planet. It's not like she forgot her planet. She only forgot it for in the, in the movie, but then she got her memories back. So what the fuck? Help out your planet. Uh, no Nick Fury was fighting. I don't know why. Well, I'm in missed opportunities. I wrote these notes down for missed opportunities. No, no Nick Fury last battle. Like why can't Nick Fury fight? I mean, you in a world where you had uh, the Falcon fighting and shit, and he has no powers. 
I mean, there's a couple people who don't have powers and they're doing shit. Like uh, Sh- Shuri, she's got these fucking gauntlets. You know, you would think in five years she'd come up with a better weapon, but maybe she disappeared too. I don't know. Um, another missed opportunity. I-, I alluded to it earlier, but Hulk and Thanos. I mean, so Thanos fucks up Hulk in the first minute of uh, of the Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity War, and you would think their rematch would come down. You know, at least I mean. Something, man. I know he was knocked out because he was using the, the gauntlet, but man, fucking could have just gave us that. In a world where Ant-Man turns into Giant Man and fucks some shit up, you could have gave us some Hulk fighting. Uh, five years could have showed a lot. You know, they had this time skip, five years. That's five long agnoses. See, with five years, you could have done something like showed the world uh coming to fruition you know like show the world like it did prosper it means that he was right or something like that or he was wrong or something like that or or made it seem like it's in between you can make an argument because iron man has a kid but he was rich to begin with i mean they could really show some cool little effects like a relationship between hulk and uh hawkeye or not hulk and hawkeye but hulk and uh black widow they could have built up that relationship within that with a montage of some sort rather than having a support group for, for fucking uh what we lost and shit didn't seem like anything's working out uh the thor interaction would have been greater with uh, the mom it would have been cool if when thor goes back in time and talks to his mom she gives him some kind of inspirational message that later on in the movie will mean something make him feel better about you know losing losing his family his home world and all that the uh yeah okay see now all right let me do my best moments from uh captain america Captain from the infinity war end game at number 10 this is i got 10 best moments of all time at number 10 i can do this all day like captain america versus captain america was tight and for captain america to tell another one hey i could do this all day that's kind of sucks when it's it's you so it means the both of you can do this all day i like the america's ass <laughs> Uh, at number nine spider-man's instant kill mode i forgot to say that so like he's getting uh, he's had he has that glove with them and he's being attacked by like hundreds of things and then he initiates instant kill mode and then spider-man's outfit starts killing every fucking thing around him with uh with the claws which is pretty cool weird that tony stark put that in a kid's suit um i thought that was cool um at number eight we have hulk smash nerd <laughs> so hulk as a nerd that was the best and i like it when he's like saying when he's pretending to smash shit that was cool at number seven, Hail Hydra. When Captain America says that, I think everybody in the in the audience was like, whoa, what the fuck? I thought that was cool. At number six, Captain America's ending, which I predicted long ago. Uh, I like the fact that he um, lives a life with Peggy Carter. You know, he get the hero wins, you know, and that shit. Five. Uh, at number five, Thanos states, I am, am inevitable. And uh, which sets up with Tony Stark saying, well, I am Iron Man. And then leading into uh, greatest entrance ever. I fucked that one up. But yeah, that was great. I am Iron Man. 
Number four was Avengers Assemble. So you got all these fucking people, and um, there's a battle cry that sets them off. Captain America goes, Avengers Assemble. And then that's a that's a callback to, you know, a classic thing uh, Captain America would say when you gather them together. It also was in the game. If you ever played the arcade game back in the day, uh, it was, America needs you. You know, that's what Captain America would say. He would say, no, I can't move. And he also said, Avengers Assemble. That would be like the first frame. At number three, I call the spider hug. That's when you know Tony Stark hugs Iron Man, and or Tony Stark, Tony Stark hugs uh, Peter Parker. You know, as uh, Spider Man's gibberish. Tony says, "Fuck this, let's hug." At number two, Thor, Captain Thor. <laughs> so Captain America gets that damn. Uh... Oh yeah, shit, even better. No, at number two is Thor, Captain America, Iron Man. They're all there, the original three, fighting Thanos. It looks like everything is at a loss. But then at that point when I was watching, I was thinking, man, this is where they dig deep and they beat the hero or some shit. And um, you hear Sam say, on your left, and then you know everybody's there. I was like, that's the best scene. That's my number two best moment of that movie. Uh, once again, no Daredevil. I mean, he shows Jarvis. Why not? You know. Uh, and then Captain Thor. That's my number one moment. Everybody in the audience went berserk when fucking Captain America grabs that hammer. I didn't see it coming, honestly. I didn't see the trailers as much, so I didn't know what the fuck was happening. So when th- when he picks up that fucking hammer, and then not just that, it's it's one thing for him to pick up the hammer. It's the way he goes about it. He's fucking him up he's using lightning bouncing off the fucking thing it's like a one-man wrecking crew and that was tight i just thought that was great they even have like a little thing where they switch off you know i want the bigger one and that was my favorite one so that's my top 10 best moments i had some rot rat random thoughts alternate captain america lived the full life of Pe- peggy carter maybe so here's an issue of consent so if you hook up with someone who thinks you're someone else, is that cool? Like a like a twin. Like say you have twins, right? And you know you got Bob and Steve. And Steve gets with his brother's uh, wife because he's a twin. Isn't that kind of like a consent issue? You're like, where am I going with that? Well, he's from a different timeline. Her Captain America is is an ice. So when he says, hey, look, we're getting together, wouldn't it be an issue of consent? Because she doesn't, he's not the real, like, even though he's the same in every way. I wonder if that conversation went down. If not, is it is it like rape? Because he didn't tell her, you know, he's from another timeline? I don't know. Just like when Gamora gets with, um, uh, what's his name? Star-Lord. I mean, she's from a different time, you know. It'd be weird if, like, they just got together, even if they consented, you know, because you fell in love with the other one, you know. I think I watched a show called Farscape where they did that. They twinned this guy, so he has exact replicas. And so if the one chick gets with the one guy, it's like, you know, what about the other guy? You know, they're the same person. I don't know. Uh, Social justice lady moment we got this it was intense hashtag woke (laughs) Uh, random thoughts scope of the movie it's 22 films 
10 years of build-up. That's why this movie's so epic. Uh, the Gamora reset. That's kind of cool. They reset Gamora. Now she's back to normal. So they get, they have Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Who's she going to fall in love with? Thor? Fat Thor or the other guy? You know? If, if she comes back. Now, with the 1 million possibilities, I figure with, when Doctor Strange says there's a million possibilities, there could have been some jokes placed in there to make fun of that. Like, what happens if we did that? Was was that one of them? And then, then Cap, Doctor Strange could have said something like, well, then this would happen and that would happen. They could have made a joke of that 1 million possibilities because people keep coming up with stuff. Like, why didn't he just use the time gem and keep him in a different reality? I don't know. Uh, no Thor hammer jokes. They could have made light of, you know, Captain America using lightning. Captain Marvel not being there. There could have been some jokes there to make, you know, why the fuck weren't you here here? Instead of like, oh, there's other people that need help. What about America? They need help. They could have made jokes about Thanos' stupid plan. I'm just going to reduce the Earth or the universe to half. For no reason at all. It's not like everyone was like, oh, fuck, there's overpopulation. They could have made fun of that. Your plan was stupid. Why not double the planets or double this, double the resources, something? You know? It can't create? What? I mean, you guys just went back in fucking time and got a bunch of shit. Why can't you just do that? You know? Uh, so Loki gets the space gem in that movie and disappears. It, hey man, he... He's going to have a TV show. It could be possible he jumped onto Thor, sh not Thor, Thanos' ship, the very ship that goes into 2019, and then he's in our reality, you know, still mischief and still bad. Uh, that'd be cool. I'll, probably a nerd will do a video about that. What's with Cat Mar America? Cat America. Cat Marvel's hair. It's really like short and like a little bit on the dykish side. I have a theory that she's going to be a lesbian or something like that. And it's weird, right? Because strong women have to be lesbian. That's that's the vibe I'm getting because like whenever they insert like a strong woman, it feels like maybe maybe it's a little bit, you know, on the dude side, you know, maybe they need to get with other girls. You know, you're like, "Oh, what about Pepper Potts? She's badass." I'm like, "Is she really? Is she? You barely see her." And you don't have much time. Here you got this one chick, a lot of time devoted to her, and then you just gave her that fucking haircut. I mean, what's next? I mean, like, they were trying to push the Valkyrie and um, Captain Marvel angle. Like, they're, they're going to get together. And once again, another strong woman. Obviously, she's a lesbian. So, I mean, like, it's just a thing in which if you're a straight woman, it, you can't have power unless you're a lesbian. You know, it sucks to be straight. <laughs> as a woman why can't you just be a strong woman and just uh be a woman you know and that's strong now you gotta be a woman and fuck other chicks you know like that's the only way really that's really where the power comes from fucking other chicks yeah i could see it so they gotta build up for the next 10 years to make a movie that rivals this i don't know if they can do it i hope they can Maybe it won't come off as good, but I think with good storytelling and writing and without pushing a social justice angle, just just be free to write. I think you can make a good show. Like I like Cat Marvel. Don't get it twisted. But if it's well written, 
I don't know. What character has charisma, though, like Captain America and Iron Man? Like, you want to say Captain Marvel's charismatic? Nah, I don't think so. Not like Iron Man, you know? That guy owns the screen. I don't think Brie Larson does. Uh, who who else is in there? You got Guardians of the Galaxy. They could take center stage. That'd be tight. Chris Pratt, he's pretty charismatic, but he's at, now he's a doofus. Um... Doctor Strange, ah, he's not charismatic at all. I like that guy, but I don't think he's a the the leader of everybody. You know, Black Panther, uh, confident. I don't feel like he's he should be a Captain America switch out because he seems like a perfect character. You need a flawed character who has room to grow. Black Panther is not a character like that. It's perfect. Captain Marvel, not like that. She's not learning to become a different. They're just perfect characters. You need a flawed character. Doctor Strange too. He's already went through his arc. You need a, a, a fallible character that can move forward. And the only person I can see doing that really is Chris Pratt, who is always making mistakes and trying to be a better person. That's the only way you can make that work. Uh, anything other than that is pretentious. I don't think uh, you could really make a character that replace Captain America, who's just trying to learn to live in a world he's not in. You know, and Iron Man, he's fucking dumb he's the world's smartest dumb man you know sam wilson's new captain america we'll see see how that goes i know they killed off iron man because he just cost too much money and it's kind of funny because robert downey jr he it's his fault right it's a curse and a blessing you got a lot of money but because you cost so much they wrote you out if you had just you know not made as much money i guess uh you could have kept uh going which which fucks all the other disney characters because they want them hungry you know you gotta hire these people and you're gonna pay them less wages because you know you want to keep people hungry you know so that you can stretch this shit out for 10 years probably they, they made a 10-year contract or some shit like that yeah that's probably what they did and who will be the main character for the next phase i think it'll be chris pratt i know they're pushing for black panther or uh, captain marvel but i mean as of now, I don't see that happening because Iron Man from out the gates was number one. Even in Avengers, he still held his own and then so on and so forth. You know, he just pound for pound. He didn't He didn't have any weakness. Like, man, I, fucking Black Panther, it's a movie. And is he like pound for pound Iron Man level? No. And neither is Captain Marvel. And if you, if you say that they are, if not better, that's disingenuous. You guys are just lying yourselves. Uh, the my ending thoughts on this movie. Uh, the huge nutsack on these guys who are making Thor fat. I mean, after the Mandarin incident with Iron Man three, the 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 fucking Thor rage. I mean, to make her fa make him fat, crazy. But that was awesome. More props, and uh, more props for Mandarin. Man, it was a great movie. Smart Hulk not fighting. Shit balls. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I'm pretty sure nerds are going to hate that because there's a lot of rage for the Mandarin, but man, I really liked smart Hulk and fat Thor. I was surprised that Thanos was the main villain because I just couldn't see that. I thought it was going to be a plot twist because Thor, he fucking won and then he retired. So how come he would be the main character and they even cut his head off in the movie. I was like, Oh shit, then who's going to be the main bad guy. And then, you know, then 
you know, Thanos. It fucking rules, man. Thanos at his best, by the way. And did Tony have to die? I know he, he cost too much money, but did really Tony Stark have to die? Is there a way to write that same story, but with Tony Stark alive? I mean, all because he's alive doesn't mean he has to be in shit. He could just be like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm not addicted to this shit anymore. I don't know. I think that it, with good writing, you could have you ended where the, the hero lives. Because it seems to be that it's a cheap it's a cheap thing to write the main character dies it just is um maybe like a fake out but it's killing the main character just seems like i didn't generate enough out of emotional support for this character so i'm gonna kill him to make you really 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 sad about it because i remember like okay for instance lost season three they kill charlie spoiler i should have said earlier but I didn't care about that character to begin with. And then when he died, I was like, oh, you know what? That's very sad. It's a cheap move to take an existing character and just kill him because you didn't earn enough sadness with him just retiring or whatever. I don't know. I just, I just think that they could have wrote a better story for him to go out. Because Captain America retired? What the fuck? Ending had lost meaning for Spider-Man Pots. All right. Let's see here. What's this one? Problem with the breaking the ending with the break. What's that? Problem with breaking the ending into movies. Okay, so so you got the twenty-two movies, eleven years of movies, and you end it with a movie that's broken up between five hours ish. You broke two halves of them, and um, that's cool. That for but the problem with that was when that first movie ends, it was great. It was glorious. Which leads to the second movie, which is not as good. And the only reason why it's not as good is because you already had the first movie. And I hope when they do the build-up for the next movie, that they finish it up in one movie. Because I hate this whole, well, this movie was better. Iron Man, not Iron Man, but um, the, the first one was better, you know? Because Avengers comes out, best movie ever. Everyone's like, ah. Then Avengers 2 goes out, which I loved. Not as much like, oh, yeah, the movie's good. They all hated it, you know? Iron Man 1, great movie. Iron Man 2, everyone's like, meh. So I think if you're going to end a franchise, you don't want your last movie of the franchise to be, eh, it was okay. <laughs> or or the other one was better. You don't want those sentences utter. I mean, from a creative standpoint, don't you want your your uh, creme de la grace or creme de la creme, uh, the the climax the end the end of all ends do you want it to be ah the other one was better hey you want it to be like i ah, you know best movie ever ah all right so tony die problem examples blah blah, blah. Sp spider-man tender moment at the end uh this will pay off nah fuck everything <laughs> I wrote this note at the very end of my notes. Fuck everything. I loved Captain America right on. He, the very end of it, Captain America growing old. Fuck it. I don't care about the inconsistencies. I don't care about what was he doing while this was going on. In a world where Thor's hammer can all of a sudden generate lightning, I am okay with Captain America ducking out all this bullshit and living his life. You know, living his truth. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for a podcast for me. Uh, 
That was my review and discussion about Captain America. Oh, Captain America. Infinity War uh, Endgame. It was great. It was a great movie. I really liked it. My friends liked it. They had fun. They, the words, the other movie was better. They all said that shit. I knew they were. You know, typical nerds. You know. Uh, but it was great. Alright, as always, if you have any comments or any suggestions, you know, hit me up on the Twitter or Facebook at Podcast for Me. You can go on my website, blog away, and bitch and moan, be like, leave a comment. Oh, fuck this guy. I'm on iTunes. Be sure to make a review. Give me five stars. If not, I'm cool with one, and we can discuss it. Uh, I'm on wherever podcasts are found iTunes, SoundCloud, all that bullshit. And always, everybody, as I end every podcast, be the better you. Be a better person than you were yesterday. Attain that future you today. What does that mean? Well, when you say, I'm going to work out tomorrow, work out today. When you put that to the, you know what, I'm going to stop doing this bad thing tomorrow, do that today. That future you is awesome, and be that person today and always stay frosty hey, it's the devil and the devil is